and welcome to the Pricing Queen podcast with me, Sally Farrant. Each week on the podcast, I'll be sharing pricing tips and strategies along with ways to improve the profit in your business. I've got a track record for helping companies get their heads around their business numbers, and now I'm here to show you how to start earning the money you deserve and become a pricing queen yourself. Hello and welcome to the Pricing Queen podcast with me, Sally Farrant. Today on the show, I want to talk to you about what to say when people ask to pick your brains or could you just have a coffee? It happens to all of us and I want to talk to you a bit about how that might work. When people say to you they'd like to pick your brains or could they just have a coffee, do you ever think about how much time that might take and how much expertise you might be giving away? So it's fine if someone wants to just ask your opinion on something or just to have a chat or to chew over something together. But you need to make those decisions consciously and not because you feel obliged or by giving away lots of information for free. So in this situation, my response to this is that you should book a power hour with me. So a power hour is where somebody books an hour of your time on a very specific subject to talk about resolving it. So it might be that you have a pick your brains power hour where people can kind of ask you anything for an hour about it, or you could have something on a very specific topic. So for example, I have one that is all about pricing. So in an hour, we'll cover maybe one of your products or services. We may be able to cover more, but we talk about very much about pricing in your business and pricing an individual thing. It might be a launch, a new service, or a new course, but we talk very much about, about the pricing of that, in an, and we can cover that in an hour. And part of the point of a power hour is to have something where you can kind of turn up, deliver it, record it if you want to, and then follow up afterwards with a relatively light touch set of recommendations. So what a power hour is not is a strategy day in disguise. It should take you maybe an hour's worth of preparation. It should maybe take you an hour's worth of follow-up, although I would say that both of those should be reduced. And what you want to do is turn it into a, a product that you can run quickly and easily every time somebody books one. So it isn't a, a long process. People don't pay a fortune for them. So mine started off at £97 six months ago, and now they're at 197 because I've delivered more than 25 in the last six months. And they're a really important way of having a product in your business that you can just send to people when people ask about picking your brains. Okay. And then there's the kind of how you say that is just to email people and say, this is, you know, this is not, I can't answer that in that short space of time. It wouldn't be fair to my existing clients to do that, my paying clients to do that. And also, I can't give it the time and attention it deserves if I do something for you for free. So that's not to say that you should never answer questions from people about stuff. So I definitely answer questions. You know, if people have bought a masterclass, I'm happy to answer questions or ask questions on a freebie. But what I can't do is give very personal advice to people without them paying for it. It does take practice. I wasn't very good at it at the beginning, and I often would just let people you know, spend a lot of time, you know, if you go for a coffee with somebody in non-COVID times, you know, you could be there for an hour plus the traveling time and all of that sort of thing. And have you actually 
you know, was it a good connection? Was it worth it? With all of us, you know, our business time is very precious and very limited a lot of the time. You know, we don't want to be spending hours and hours doing that. So be careful of what you offer up. You know, if you think there is a genuine reason to spend time with that person and offer your expertise, but, you know, they're asking because you're the expert and they should pay for that. Now, you can offer a a power half hour, you can offer 45 minutes and have it be really light touch from you. So you shouldn't do power hours on anything that's going to take you a lot of research. It should be something that you just know about. And I think being really clear what you can and can't cover in an hour is also really important. You can also use it as a paid discovery call as well. So it might be the first way people get to know you. There is, you know, a thought that you could have a power hour and then people might move on to kind of bigger things with you. And because a discovery call, if you're not careful, turns into a free power hour or however long the discovery call is. And you want to make sure that a discovery call, you're not giving away everything that would be part of a paid call. And if you find it difficult to do that, you have a 15 minute chat, which is working out whether they want to work with you not a 45-minute full-on discovery call. And you have very clear questions about what you ask in those calls. So you might say, well, actually, I want to know what the problem is and I'm going to tell them how I can help and really resist basically coaching them or offering part of your service as part of that call. And hopefully they're also you're also not having a pricing conversation as part of that call as well. They should be doing. They should already know the price that it's going to be because it should be on your website, as I've discussed in previous episodes. I'm a firm believer that you should be very upfront with your pricing and that by hiding your price doesn't help the situation and that actually you can put people off and make people feel very uncomfortable. It can be very awkward for you as well. So the other thing I wanted to talk to you a bit about today is about mates rates and how you handle it where your friends and family all want a discount. And I think, you know, in the end, it's entirely up to you. There's no right or wrong way to do these things. But I think it's really important to think about a couple of things, really. One is kind of, do you just go, it's either free or it's full price? And you're doing a mate a favor, is that what you want to do? And how would you feel about if it was free? If, however, it's taking away from your paid clients and that sort of thing, then I think it's really important to be offering it at a full price. You might offer a friends and family discount of 10 to 15%, but I wouldn't be offering big discounts for your friends and family. And I do think you have to think about both energetically and that sort of thing that if you're, you know, you can pretty much guarantee that your mate that's paying almost nothing uh, will be your most demanding client. And be careful of mixing personal stuff with business stuff because often that can be quite a tricky thing to manage. So I think just be very clear from the outset what you're offering and make sure that you're not always the one that says, yes, I was talking to somebody the other day who said, you know, everybody comes to me because they know I'll build their website for nothing. And that's when it's got to stop. You need to work it out and say, actually, you know what? Actually, I don't do that for free anymore. I'll do it for half price, my friends and family. But also you can be very strict about where that boundary is and just say it's only my immediate family 
or I don't offer friends and family discounts. I think it can be quite a tricky thing to navigate, but I think it's also important that your friends and family recognise your professional capabilities. My, my family don't really understand my business. They understand kind of what I do, that I'm an accountant, but not how an, kind of an online business works. And I think it's making sure that your friends are not just taking the mick, really. It's it's really important that, that they see that you're they're buying a professional service and that, that you have a relation, you know, by getting them to pay a reasonable amount, it puts it on a professional footing. Now, the other side of it is that if you don't want to offer your mates that sort of thing, you just say, I don't offer any friends and family discount and and be just prepared for that um, rather than uh, resenting it. So it is really thinking about, you know, what time capacity you've got, how much you really actually want to help and then being really clear what the boundaries are, just like you would for another client. And you have to treat them like another client. And are you going to resent them if they're paying half price or less if they are somebody that takes up just as much space as a full price client? So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and I'll see you all soon. Thank you for listening to the Pricing Queen podcast with me, Sally Farrant. Please do leave a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcast. It really helps spread the word and get more people listening. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at The Pricing Queen, or one word, where I share more tips and advice on how to make more money in your small business. See you next time, Pricing Queens.